Welcome to the Culture Builders podcast channel, looking at how individual and team performance builds strong cultures. Hosted by Jane Sparrow and Chris Preston. You are listening to a deep dive episode. It's been a while since Jane Sparrow and myself, Chris Preston, got together to do a podcast. It's been a busy few months, and I say that on behalf of the world, not just on behalf of us, but we've got a reason to sit down and talk because we've got a bit of a pivotal announcement coming up. But first of all, I'm going to bring Jane in, who's going to talk about October 2019. Jane. It's a month I remember really well, and in particular... One day, on it was a Friday, we had just finished our Bank of Me programme and it ended with a dragon boating experience and there was a huge amount of commitment by people to managing their human bank accounts to keep them in the black and not in the red. And we were there with our wonderful clients at the time, Lane Crawford. And I remember the next day, you and I walking around Llama Island saying, wouldn't it be incredible if we could find a way of measuring how people are feeling on a regular basis and then giving them nudges so that all of that commitment, all of that energy, all of that momentum that we've generated truly changed behaviour sustainably. Then we came back, of course, and not many weeks later, we hit a pandemic and everything changed. It was a bit of a calm before the storm. And just going to pick up here the fact that you position it and it sounds like we were having an amazing jolly and playing in boats and, and wandering around sightseeing. The team we were working with, incredibly high performing and very, very stressed and tired. And what we also recognised on when we were walking around Lama Island was we were both in the same state. And yet we are so good at making people tell us how they really feel. And one of the frustrations was we had to be in the room to do that. You know, we kind of had to push people past the I'm fine or I'm okay or yeah, great or not too bad to actually say how they were. Because once they said how they were, we could talk about the solution. Yeah, you're right. And that, of course, opened up our voyage of discovery. And, and really, we looked at how could we do this? How could we help in a more sustainable way? And that's where we got to with Bank of Me books. But more recently and our pivotal announcement, the Bank of Me app, our partner in your pocket that really helps you. I mean, someone actually said to me the other day, it's disguised as an app, which I loved. <laughs> yes. um, it really helps you to be able to, to, to measure, to be able to then nudge yourself and be much more aware of how you're doing across six metrics of well-being and performance and therefore act upon it so you've got prevention rather than cure. Okay, I'm going to make you step back again, though, because you, you jumped to the exciting news and you need to tell people what Bank of Me is, or we, we do, because it's a simple little catchy name that we, we kind of created a while ago. But there's a reason behind using the bank phrase, isn't there? Totally. You're absolutely right. And we talk in our first book, The Culture Builders, about two different types of people. You're right, Chris. We talk about savers and investors. So two types of people in organisations and teams. You've got savers, who are people that come in and do a good job every day and take their pay and benefits at the end. And then you've got investors, 
people that truly invest the best of themselves in what they're doing to achieve the organisational ambition. And of course, it's organisations full of investors or teams full of investors that are the ones that sustainably perform well. And all our work is around creating cultures and creating performance where people can be investors. But as a result of that, when we were looking not at the organisational, at the team level, when we were looking at the individual level, we really hit on the idea that we as individuals, as humans, we have a human bank account. And we do things every day that deposit in that account and withdraw from that account, either putting us in the black or putting us in the red. And we need to be really good at managing that human bank account as best as we possibly can so that we've got plenty there to see us through the good times, but also give us that resilience to see us through what might be more challenging times. And I suspect 2023 is going to be a time when we all need as much in that human bank account as possible. It sounds like a, a worrying point you've made there in terms of 2023, but we've got to face up to the fact that the world is not facing a bright future for the next 12 months or so. And there's lots of large geopolitical issues that we're trying to come to terms with and how they impact our lives. But there's lots of micro issues that are coming up with how we're working why we want to work and what drives us and i was listening to the radio today and they were talking about the rise in unemployment in the uk and it's a small rise i think it's gone from 3.7 to 3.8 million people which for us is quite low as a country but the point they made was people actively seeking work has dropped and the reasons are varied, and no one's actually quite sure, but my hunch is there's a lot of people who just are so burnt out and worn out by work that they can't face another day. And that's tough. And we've got to help these people. We've got to think about, in a post-pandemic, tough environment, how do we keep people on the right track and healthy and sustainable? I was at a round table I was invited to take part at last week, and exactly the same theme came up. One person on the round table said that they just conducted some research and found out that 80% of people, 80% of professional people were saying that they were either facing burnout or could see themselves burning out next year. Now, that feels alarmingly high to me, but even if it was 40%, that still alarms me. And when we look at next year, the three big things I feel we've got on the horizon are burnout, issues with resilience and change. Plenty of change coming our way, which we love because, you know, some change can be really good and it's an opportunity for organisations and for individuals and for teams. But also it can be very challenging for leaders, for managers, particularly in a hybrid world, to be able to lead people through. And therefore, resilience is going to be key. Burnout is going to be a real risk. And I feel like we've got a real ticking time bomb that Bank of Me, disguised as an app, is here to to really help with because what we've got to do is give people the tools you can't just say to people don't burn out you know what we know through all of our tens and tens of years of work is that knowing things and doing things are very different you know the number of very very clever people we work with who know exactly what they should be doing to be their best but actually doing it is something very different and all sorts of things get in the way and when we talk about burnout, we tend to have this, I think, image in our head of someone who just kind of gives up. And when we say burnout, we think that's it, they're done. 
they're going to step out of work, they're going to need, need help. There is definitely a lot of people who are functionally burnt out. And by that, I mean that they are still operating, they're still showing up, they're still doing the do, but inside they have pretty much called themselves out. You know, the, the phrase that we used earlier in the year, the husk worker, is one that rings true. And it, again, we don't want to dwell too much on terrible negatives because we are, as a race, incredibly resilient and resourceful. And we've pulled ourselves through endless things that have held human humanity back. So how do we do it? And part of it is leaning into the challenge and making sure that we are constantly understanding the impact and looking for ways to mitigate it. That ignoring the problem, ignoring the issues and the impacts just won't help. All you're doing is you're storing up the overdraft in, in our terms in, in, in relation to the impact to you. So what we wanted to create was an, an app and a process that just gently reminded people what was going on. And I think that's the thing that right now people don't need criticism, they need ideas. You're right. And very much what we've done is designed to be the sort of partner in your pocket, the friend there that's just giving you those nudges, helping you to see where could you be doing something different, actually giving you a mirror and letting you look in it and say, hmm, actually, I am trending perhaps lower than I want to be with my physiological health or mm, my focus doesn't seem to be quite as it needs to be right now. And with my week ahead, therefore, this is something very practical that I can do that's going to help me. So giving people real tools, techniques, tips that they can adopt and then habitualize that mean that that human bank account gets topped up, gets the deposits put in it so that we're preventing rather than curing. Absolutely. And you probably, if you're listening, you probably may have picked up on the fact that we've got a new app available. Disguised um, as an disguised app. Disguised as an app. Yes, absolutely. And the, the, the massive plug is it's available in stores now um, and you can download it for the price of a latte or other coffee drinks are available. And it will sit there and it will definitely help you. But let's give people something a bit more practical right now, this very minute. So... We talk about staying in the black and what that means. Give me an example, Jane, of one small thing that we can do to stay in the black as individuals who are in the working world. Well, I'll give a, a very practical example, which is something I do every day. It's a habit. It took me more than 66 repetitions before I actually stopped thinking about having to do it. And it just happened every day in the shower because I do have a shower every day. I think about what am I doing today? Who am I seeing today? What am I likely to experience today that might put me in the red? That emotionally might make me feel anxious or fearful or mildly irritated. And then think through as I'm showering, well, what will I do about that? How am I gonna handle it? How am I gonna face into it if it happens? What's the worst that's gonna happen? And then I'm ready for it. Now, nine times out of 10 doesn't actually happen. But it means that I feel very much control of, in control rather of my day right as I get out of that shower, get on my clothes and get out of the door in whatever sense it might be to visit and to see whoever I am working with that day. I'm curious that you make such an effort to stress the fact you do have a shower every day. Is that based on harsh feedback or a personal worry? <laughs> well, of course, feedback is our thing. So yes. it could be based on feedback. But actually, there is something deeper to it than that, which is that if you want to develop a new habit, you have much more success if you link it to an existing habit. 
So therefore, the fact that I shower every day and that is a an ingrained habit. And there it is again. Just for the record, Jane showers every day. It means that every day <laughs> I'm thinking about what might put me in the red. You could equally, Chris, do it as you brush your teeth if you don't shower yes, every day. That is true. But you're supposed, aren't you supposed to sing happy birthdays, you brush your teeth, or is that washing your hands? One of the two. I, I'm My personal um, in the black moment is I get asked a lot for help. And one of the things I try and do is make giving the help to the person a positive experience. So, because I know that the, the, quite often people are worried about looking silly or not knowing or having to ask twice. And for me, that's just a learning experience. And I've done it so many times I know how to do something. So when I help someone, what I try to do is, first of all, make them feel comfortable. So it's a process for me. So how do you make them feel comfortable? You know, little words along the lines of, not a problem, or I'm glad you asked, or certainly that's, that's, that's something I can do with you quickly. The second thing is to help and explain. The third thing is to check in that they're okay with what's happened. It's a little process that hopefully encourages people not to worry about asking for help and makes it a positive. You know, I enjoy helping because of that, because people smile at the end. And that is critical, I think, what you've just mentioned there, because as you were telling that story, I was thinking, well, that's all very well for everybody else, because that helps them be in the black and not get anxious about asking. But what about your own human bank account? I mean, we're, we're very much put your own oxygen mask on before helping others here. If you've got a depleted human bank account you're not much use to anyone else so I love the fact that you went on to explain that actually it gives you positivity and it makes you feel good fulfilled and uh, the best that you can be and that's what the bank of me is all about is helping yourself and then helping others to be really the best that you can be that leads to better performance it will remove some of the risk around burnout around negative impact of change and hopefully create a happier and healthier life for people moving forwards. And, and listening to you saying that again, and we, we've talked so much about burnout, and it sounds like we're ringing this really heavy bell. There's lots of people listening who are probably doing okay, or are doing quite well. And I think part of what we're trying to say to that group of people is, brilliant, keep it up. And here's some thinking around how to do that. Because there are quite a few people that are still very sustainably working, and have got the balance right and are doing the right things and are looking for ways to grow or to find more motivation or link what they're doing with um, their growth and their focus so it's it's a rounded picture isn't it that there's lots of good stuff happening out there it's making sure that we do we do it mindfully rather than accidentally and many of the people that have been involved in using bank of me testing it using the whole approach for over the years before it turned into a, a a partner in your pocket you know this has been part of what we've done with groups of people individuals for years part of what they say is that it does mean that the high performers can continue mm. to incrementally grow that performance and so actually it's the high performance very often that love it because they can see that it just helps them with those those marginal gains that are talked about in sport and of course you know we've got our sports contributors and our military contributors and various others that are really going to help us um, to continue to put great content in to help people and and that's what this is about yeah and, and you, you list a couple of con, um, contributors there We've got a, a really weird and wonderful group of people that add in to our content. And the aim really is to create that moment where someone looks at an idea or a nudge or a bit of input and says, oh, I like that. And that, that for me is a success. It shouldn't be tough stuff 
life's busy enough right now without saying, and now you need to take another hour to add this into your day. What we're trying to say is give people little stuff that is interesting, easy to do. And if you do it more than once, you're on to a winner. And therefore, what I would say is whatever happens for you moving forwards, be more intentional. Be as intentional as you can around looking in that mirror and saying, how am I doing? How am I feeling? What have I got coming up today or this week? And how can I control what I can control to keep myself in the black? Absolutely. Okay, we'll leave it there, I think. We've probably got the message across that, first of all, we're massively excited by the app. Secondly, we love the concept of Banker Me, and what we're trying to do really here is help people get the benefit from some really simple thinking. Thank you, Jane. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Continue the journey at www.thecultureBuilders.com.